This is the Jonah and Caden have a podcast podcast. With We're Jonah back. with with Jonah and Caden. <laughs> yeah. Hey pal. Hey Caden. Good to see you again. It's been too long. Yeah, so we're back um, after a mild hiatus because of what is going on in the world today. Well, you know, it wasn't one of these hiatuses where you know you just kind of keel off. It was, it was due to a wild. If you're listening to this in the future, you would not believe what happened. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, it's uh... it was weird. It was unexpected. It, re- you know, in hindsight, it really feels like we should expect it. You know, well, here's the thing: we're talking about, of course, the coronavirus pandemic, COVID nineteen crisis. It's and uh, I wanted to ask you, Jonah, what, like, initially when you first, the first time you heard about it, what'd you think? The first like semblance of news, little sprinklings. Basically, I thought because it this- wasn't all at once; it was just like. Yeah, Just in the background. Yeah, you you hear about like some some disease happening in China, and I thought this was just going to be like another trend thing of like, oh, this is things happen once a month. There's like a new thing every month. There's memes about oh, what's going to happen this month and right. whatever, and it would just pass. I very much felt it was going to be like every other health crisis over like the past 15 years where like so remember swine flu like 10 years ago mm-hmm. that came and went and it wasn't ever really a big deal mm-hmm. ebola sars all this shit was like this is a problem somewhere but not here mm-hmm. and it's just like a bit of a meme really yeah and i i you people kept talking about it and i was like i don't care whatever this is going to be this happens every six years same thing. Uh oh, watch out, and then nothing comes of it, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost as if the virus heard me say that, say that, and got mad, and then did what it did, which is infect every country in the world and shut down the economy everywhere, and borders are closed, and no one can travel, and you have to wear a mask when you go outside, and you're not allowed to talk to strangers anymore. Yeah, the not talking to strangers thing is a big thing for me because I love talking to strangers. It's fun. Yeah. You're just not even allowed to be nice to strangers anymore. People are less polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In often they uh nobody wants to be spoken to anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah. I was telling you off mic, I will often go up to people if I see them like taking pictures of each other and I'll be like, "Do you guys want a picture together? I can take it." And before people would be like, "Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, sounds good." And then mm-hmm. you know you have a little chit-chat, it's fine. It's a nice thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Now people are mad at you. Yeah. No, thanks, no. bye. Yeah, they don't want you to touch their things. Mm-hmm. Then they got to sanitize it. Yeah. Yeah, especially like touching makes, someone else's phone. Makes uh, That's the dirtiest thing you people carry touch, around. You don't want to touch someone else's phone. It's true. Or then there's all these people saying this is a hoax. That's another weird thing. Yeah. People I mean, you're going to get those people. People are just constantly doubting. Yeah, people, of like everything that anybody I says. think that's one of the biggest problems nowadays is people cannot take anything at face value mm-hmm. at all people refuse yeah it's i mean part of that is that people just don't want to be cooped up the way they're being cooped up and so they're like well i don't know anyone who has coronavirus i feel fine it doesn't seem to be affecting me the way everything is being portrayed 
supposed to be affected and I want to go to the beach. Yeah. With my friends. I definitely, well, we're like, so it's August now and this really popped off like March 14th, like middle of March is when everything shut down and everything was getting canceled. Yeah. And, uh, I think initially most of the public was like, okay, we can deal with this. Let's just coop up for a bit. Everybody thought it was just going to be a bit. Mm-hmm. I vast, like all the official timelines were like years and people were like, nah, nah, nah it's going to be gone by like the summer. Mm-hmm. And so people were fine to like, at least in my experience, people were fine to coop up, but then people just got fatigued and they don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's safe or not. <clears throat> like my, uh, my mom, my mom wouldn't hug me initially. Your she mom, was like, right. She was like, I'm not, we got to take this very carefully. We only, we go to the grocery store like once every three weeks to get stuff and then we stay inside. Yeah. That lasted for like a month. And then she's like, I don't care. I'm done. Right. My mom, my mom was the same way. She wouldn't hug me either. Um, she would, uh, she just, we were, uh, first off, I couldn't go see her for like a couple weeks because for whatever reason, she was like, you got to wait a couple weeks before you come see us. And then I was going to live on the coast with them. And then even after I moved in, they didn't want to hug me, mm-hmm. but we were living in the same house. And it's like that with like Grace's parents as well. I'll be in their house and they won't want to interact in a certain way, even though we're living in the same space. Well, just for the people of the future, how is this virus transmitted, Jonah? Through the air. Through the air. Breathing. So, like, if you're breathing in the same space, you don't have to be hugging, touching, whatever. If we're sitting in the same room, I'm assuming that's that's what they're saying is it's being, you're, that's it. We all have it. Something something weird that I find is like you have all these like go-to rules like six feet apart yeah wear a mask yeah. but then they tell you about like how transmission is yeah and it's like I don't think six feet's gonna cut it if someone like have you seen those videos of like sneezes and coughs going across a room oh yeah six feet doesn't cut it well that's why they say wear a mask yeah so if you're six feet apart and wearing a mask but if you're wearing a mask like and not covering your nose or just like hanging off one ear or it like gets in your eyes yeah you touch your eyes and you yeah. touch something someone fucking coughed on yeah yeah you just sneeze in your hands and then you touch someone's face another funny thing that happened is for a while every single person i knew was convinced that they'd had it at some point really i oh, did totally yeah. okay i had some people that said yeah i probably had it yeah but I don't think I know anyone who has actually had it. I don't know anybody who has either. Yeah. I know my sister's aunt on her mom's side, because we have different moms, Mm -hmm. my big sister, uh, her aunt um, died of COVID. Really? Yep. Hmm. It's pretty wild. And that's where my sister's already a very anxious person. Mm-hmm. Where she just kind of like gets carried away with her thoughts and starts worrying about things she can't control and then tries to get control to like feel, make herself feel more stable. And when she can't, she just gets, implodes. Yeah. Like it, you can see it where she's just like, I, like she's got a process and she, she is quite introspective. 
which is great because she'll realize sometimes she's acting in a way that's just not productive. But um, she... Um, well, it snaps loud. She's... Uh, she tried to, like, get us to stop traveling and stuff. I can't remember where I was going with this. What, where was my train of thought? Uh, your, her aunt died. Her aunt She's died. Very oh, okay, right. So because her aunt died, she started taking it way more seriously because it hit her closer to home. Mm-hmm. And Just to put it into perspective for people, we're in Vancouver. Yeah. And for the most part, we're, like, doing pretty okay. Yeah. and Compared I'd, to the rest of the world, at least. I ran away to the Sunshine Coast for, like, three months. Yeah. All, basically all and summer. And they have... They have pretty much nothing they had i think a couple cases like maybe two cases got isolated in the hospital right away and then i think they've been basically okay it's just been the tourists right on the island well people coming back and forth people don't think of themselves as the public they think of the public as this other thing that exists and does stuff and then they're like well that's what they are but i'm different like so, it's like yeah, we shouldn't travel, but like if I just go, it's fine right, because I know I don't have. I know right, I don't have it. Right is what people constantly think, including right. myself. I'm like I'm fucking good, right. but then you got to catch yourself and be like, you're not fucking good. Yeah, well, I mean that's you get all this like social media has a big influence on people's behavior. It seems, and you get like almost you get these memes of like guilting people to stay inside, like you're a bad person if mm-hmm. you leave your house. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these people who can't live to or like eat or afford rent and shit. Well, see, this is, this is the thing. This is the thing that's weird. Especially what I wanted to talk to you about is how different places are handling it. Cause some places are fucking great and other places are not doing good. Okay. Like I want to talk about America. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) America did this weird thing. Yeah. Cause America is so hung up on like its personal liberties and like they can't figure out what, type of like half the country wants like a big government type thing where like the government helps with everything and the other half is like just fucking leave me alone I'll do whatever I want and don't don't talk to me Mm -hmm. so that leaves them in like a weird situation where with this COVID thing they are stuck between everybody coop up we're gonna handle shit we'll pay your bills for like the next month or so or the next couple months everybody just chill out don't work and then we're going to get over this or uh do anything at your own risk you're a free person you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. just don't come running to us for help when it doesn't work out and so as a result they got caught in like this weird middle area where they're like everyone has to shut down and we're also not going to help you here's twelve hundred dollars make that last for fucking three months right and it's like you gotta you gotta pick one way of doing things because when you go in the middle people if you just can't work and also there's no other way to get money like you're fucked yeah like in canada they were just they fucking spent a shitload just handing out money to everybody yeah just like anybody pretty much everybody i know who wanted it just got it Mm -hmm. and then you just stayed home yeah you didn't get ei though no, I had a different thing because I was I just graduated, oh. and so they were like, "If you're working under this much, you get however much money." Oh, and I did that for one month. Oh, just one month. Yeah, that's all it lasted for. Well, it could last. I think it lasts till like September, but I just didn't because I was just working more. Oh, you started working more. Yeah, well, on the shows and stuff. Yeah, 
But more than you could have got more than a month. You I could I could have got the other month, and yeah. I, I might try to retro- retroactively. Who knows? Okay, but doesn't sound like it. But I mean, I should like <laughs> I'm so fucking lazy that I can't make right. a single email to get fucking twelve hundred bucks. Right. I really should do that. Yeah. Like, what are you willing to do for twelve hundred bucks? I guess or two. Like, I also know. just I also just feel like a mooch all the time. To the um, government. Yeah, but like at Dude, the same time. You know how many fucking parking tickets I've paid? Like, <laughs> give me a break. I, uh, yeah. It's weird to think, like, I thought that they might have, like, an emergency fund for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Not true at all. They're literally just printing money. And, like, oh. as a result, like, money is just worth less. You know, I d- actually didn't understand how it worked either. I, th- I figured, like, the government's just, like, holding out on They us. got it. They got it. Yeah, they just got a bunch of money. No, They're the just- government's broke all the time. Or so they seem. Well, they're in debt. Every government's like in seems to be in debt to other countries in different ways. So, where who has? I don't know. I was about to say who works. has all the debt. I think China has. Like China, China's the debt collector. This okay. is my completely unresearched uh, assumption. Mm-hmm. I mean, who like everything's from China, and China's killing the game economically. It seems like everybody owes China something. But they still have like tons of poor people. Yeah, well, they, the money doesn't go to the people. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. Why would it? I guess. The Communist Party of China, the money doesn't go to the people. Don't, don't be, be don't be silly. These are all things I am I definitely don't know enough about the like where money comes from or goes or how the government distributes it. I think that's why like it's right-wing dudes get so pissed when the government spends money. It's cuz they know like that in some way is my money. And you're just spending it willy nilly, right? Like all Seems these bailout like things is yeah. like, dude, the, you didn't just money didn't just appear. Yeah, like money is essentially like a a trade for productivity. So if no one's being productive and you're making more money, the money's worth less. Mm-hmm. Or so I understand it. Right. So now when they're just like printing money and like giving it out, like everybody who's working has less money. And everybody who isn't working has less money as well, but they just they're just divvying. I don't know. It's complicated and it's a whole thing. And I'm not going to pretend to understand fully. Yeah. There really should be an app. I've wanted there to be an app for a long time of your taxes go to whatever, mm. and it just shows you the breakdown of ha- of government spending. And then you this can would vote. be good. And I think there's just like this comes out every year. Uh, particularly like when like a new president's in office of like this is the new budget this is how we're spending money right. but then you hear about it once it would be good to like tune in yeah to an app um yeah i think the app would be the way to go and i want more say because the budget you can't just say a budget once and like this is the budget the budget needs to be adaptable cuz things happen you have this obviously there's like a pandemic and shit Mm-hmm. The budget needed to be adapted. All of a sudden, we're spending a lot more on masks than we ever have before. People and just paying people's rents. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why. And the, the app would adapt, or this hypothetical app that I'd, it should. And then you can vote on like where it should go. And yeah. maybe like the government doesn't have to even listen to the app. But at least the people would be able to see this is where the money like this the, is where people the want the jo- money. Is, is where, this the, is where yeah. the money is. Like the voting seems to stop at who gets in. 
and maybe the the real democracy of it should be the voting should continue throughout the run of whoever's in power. Mm-hmm. We continue to vote well, constantly. People pull that shit all the time where they'll promise stuff, and then the second they're in, they're like, I was lying about that. But yeah, uh, like thanks. the wall. The wall, yeah. big one. Uh, what was Trudeau's was thing? Like, I don't know. He did come I think he, weed. wasn't he like, no pipeline, I promise. And then he got in, and he was like, I was joking. The pipeline's going in. No, what he did was, I don't know, actually, but I, I thought he he bought an older pipeline instead of building a new one. Hmm. And everyone was upset about that because they just wanted a new pipeline, and then Alberta and BC were disagreeing on a bunch of shit. BC didn't want it. Alberta wanted it. What's Trudeau going to do is the big cheese. Hmm. And he just bought an old one instead of building a new one because he wants to invest the money into renewable shit. Or so he says. Instead of reinvesting it into, or instead of investing into building these pipelines in the old ways. But then I think conservatives will say that we're still using it. We're going to be using it for a while still. Yeah. I don't know. It's these I don't are, know either. These are hard issues. I here's here's what I do know is uh I remember hearing like if that new pipeline was built, which it is now. Yeah. The like gallons per day going out of the port of Vancouver would like over quadruple, meaning the amount of tankers just in the bay at all times would Yeah. Quadruple, and I was like, "Oh, that's lame. Mm-hmm. I don't want all those tankers out in the bay." Yeah, just totally selfish. Like, I, ugh, they're ugly. I don't mm-hmm. want that. Also, one of those fucks up. All every beach in Vancouver's ruined. Yeah, fuck the seals. Fuck the seals. Happens, fuck yeah. the starfish. Fuck yeah. those little crabs under the rocks. Yeah, they're all done. Um, Grace's ex-boyfriend's father drove one, drives one of those tankers. And it takes years to become a pilot of one of those tankers, and he just a makes pilot a pilot. Yeah, that's what they call themselves. Are d- is this like a like a truck tanker on a road or what? It's a boat cash captain. Oh, gotcha. The gotcha. boat people. I see. Yeah, he's her ex boyfriend's Grace is uh, Jonah's girlfriend. Everybody. Yeah. Um. He, her ex boyfriend's dad does that. Yeah. At, uh, I, I mean, I hope it does take years. I don't want some fucking Like schmuck. fucking, you need an unfathomable amount of hours to become, to even qualify. And then I guess it's like some old boys club of like you got to apply and then they like kind of decide still if you get mm. in or not. Like you still may not get in if you don't have the connections to someone at the who's already in. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's any girl pilots either. How shitty. Maybe that's to do with no girls want to be a pilot, or maybe they just, it's this part is, of the old boys club, I don't know. This is something, so I just graduated from BCIT, nice. British Columbia Congrats. Institute of Technology, thank you very much. Yeah. And we would constantly do these news shows that just like highlight um, other campuses and like what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And every single campus had the same story of, and it was just like pre-assigned to like the journalists and stuff mm-hmm. of just like women does job that man usually does. And that was like the extent of the news story. And they always tried to frame it like it was like girl power, look at them go, really forwarding feminists forward. And I'm all for that shit. But like the way they did it every time, I always felt it was so like not demeaning, but like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
like it was just oh fuck what's the word it just it wasn't they were making a big deal of it and it was almost like the word <laughs> like maybe you're not picking your battles as best you could no 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 like like oh fuck <laughs> you're making up these news stories though i'm not making them up they're they're basically like this is the story tell you're it finding as them. no they're, they're pre-found but then you like write it in such a way not write it i don't know it's hard to explain point is it was not demeaning it was just like these girls it's not a big deal that these girls are doing jobs it should just be normal for these girls to do these jobs Okay. And the fact that you're making it this big deal, I right. feel like undermines okay. what these girls are yeah. doing. Yeah. Girls can do any job. It, and like, this is... it's like, it's like if a girl knew how to read and you're like, wow, good job. Right. Like, no, obviously she knows how to read and obviously right. she can be the pilot of a boat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if she wanted to be. Yeah. Right. Um, Captain of a boat, I suppose. They they call themselves pilots. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to be called, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah but the Karambi. The Karambi Vibris. That's all anyone's talking about these days. I know. Yeah. You get kind of burnt out. You do. Yeah. It's like, please talk to me about anything but the corona. It's kind of like when Trump pulls some stuff and that's all you hear about. You're like, I just don't. Can I not? Like, I don't have Twitter, but I see people reposting Twitter, things Trump says on Twitter, on Instagram, and I feel like it's fake. It seems fake. It seems fake. <laughs> that, like, someone has to be editing it to be like, that Trump said this. Yeah. they're just talking shit. I mean... Like, there's no way he said this. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't possibly This is ridiculous. I had a funny so trump's brother just died oh yeah no i didn't hear about that his brother just died and he released a statement that he clearly didn't write Mm -hmm. it was just like vetted like i I love him he's deeply missed but just like your standard my brother died statement okay but i had a premonition where i was like what if trump like did a news conference and he just fucking broke down and cried like just like uh, I miss my brother. Uh, I really want to know what the world would do with that. Like a Brendan Schwab kind of situation. No. Yeah. Like yes, like that. Yeah. But because we just watched a clip of that guy crying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because most like the whole world, anything that guy does, they're like, "Fuck you, you dumbass." Mm-hmm. But then if he actually like, he's never had a real human moment in the public eye, at least. Like he's Trump. never. He's never like. I don't know. I've never seen him do something. Where I'm like, oh look, he's being like a dad, or like, oh look, he's doing this thing. Like he never seems like a real human. He just seems like seen this him golf. Cold... Yeah, it doesn't really count for me. He can't just be golfing and enjoying a day. It's hard to explain what I mean, but like, I saw, okay, how about this? I saw him uh, in Home Alone show Macaulay Culkin directions. You know what? That counts. That ca- <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment. I. What I'm like saying he's just is, being a regular guy. would would the world if he just fucking started bawling on live TV? Would the world be like, oh, sorry, buddy, or would they go even harder and be like, fuck you, haha, your brother died? What would they do? Hopefully not. I mean, it's like don't stoop to that level. Yeah, yeah. I would hope. I definitely think there would be. 
Definitely give it a week, and then. I mean, people are going to say what they're going to say. There's too many of us. It's true. You can't control everyone's voice. It's all too loud. There's too much noise. Um, Something that did happen recently. Did you hear about that explosion in... I Some, did. What's the place called again? Something uh, like Beirut, Lebanon. Be- yeah. That's Buck. Initially. Buck, you say? Yeah, the first um, the first day I heard about it, like right when it happened, I heard articles busting out trying to blame Israel. Hmm. Like they just bombed this place. Damn. Yeah, and turns out. That would be wild if they did that. Yeah. Like, I think. What it was was they had all these weapons in this place, and some sort of explosive. There was like a, yeah, like there was uh, it was explosive in this building. People have told the government, "You got to move this stuff from here because it's dangerous," and the government wouldn't do it. And then some guy's welding next door. Oh God! And there's also explosives in the building he's welding, and it caught fire, and then it just spread to this other building. Hmm. What I heard was it was a ship. That just like kind of hit too hard and then spark explosion. A Cause ship? Because it, it, it was like at a port or a dock or whatever. We could probably look this up and see what actually happened. But when when I saw that, yeah, I was like, a, I didn't know explosions could be that goddamn big. Like that's insane. That, that was a lot of people. There's also all these. There was tons of clips of people just like in the surrounding area, and then like you would hear like. <sighs> And then the people would look over and be like, what was that? And then just the shockwave would hit them and literally fling them back. Every window breaks. Mm-hmm. Deafening. Definitely not. There's a, there's a clip, if anybody wants to look it up, of a woman doing like a wedding photography session. And like, it's just like a close-up of her face. And you just hear in the background and everybody looks. And then, and like, her, I remember just her dress like flying backwards from the wind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wild. It's the images are just shocking. It says, oh yeah, it does say a cargo ship. Um, it was like yeah, it was uh, ammonium nitrate that said to be stored unsafely in a warehouse near a port. Um, yeah, something. You know like what? That. At, if it was just a ship like crashing into something. Or, like, what this made me realize is, like, how does this shit not happen all the time? Mm-hmm. I feel like stuff like, like, people always are breaking safety protocols and, like... Well, it's... Why? It's just sad that, like, there's, like, people so nearby. Yeah. Just completely unsuspecting. This giant um, explosion. Yeah. Uh, also, mm. like, what do you... What would you do... Have you seen those pictures of, like, the, um... Oh, it, there was some welding work as well. Hmm. That there's a source to there was a fire started by some welding work held carried out by a hole, carried out on a hole in warehouse twelve. The port's general manager confirmed maintenance was conducted on the door before the explosion. So maybe it was both. Hmm. The uh, yeah, it's it's weird that that shit doesn't happen all the time. Um, but also something I noticed is yeah. like the news cycle is vicious and it's just looking for clicks because after that explosion, literally any explosion that happened anywhere in the world was like a big news story all of a sudden. Right. And I was like, I'm sure these explosions were happening before. It's just it wasn't as popular to tell you about no them. No way. Like what? 
Just like little explosion in Somalia kills seven people, explosion in Israel kills this many people. These things should be reported, though. Yeah, but they just don't get reported on an international level the way that they did after that because that's what was like people are just scared of explosions now because you see this and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Did you see that picture of um, the like affected zone and then people just pasted over where other people live? Like the affected zone for Vancouver is just the entire thing. Like all of Vancouver proper. Oh yeah, like the explosion. Yeah. It's, the expl- the, if the explosion was in Yeah. It's base it's the entirety of Vancouver. Insane. Why is this I don't get it. Like this place is that much bigger than Vancouver? What do you mean? This uh Lebanon. Like the explosion that it says it only killed like two hundred people. It only killed two hundred people, but it like broke windows like kilometers back and there's debris mm. flying like Debris flew like kilometers away, mm-hmm. which is wild. Like, can you imagine if every window in Vancouver was all of a sudden just destroyed? I guess yeah. it would be kind of okay nowadays, but like in the winter, like even if terrible. the yeah, even if it wasn't like we got hit by an explosion, but if all the windows just shattered and mm-hmm. we got hit with a bunch of wind, yeah, like what the fuck was that? <laughs> Hopefully, not get some glass. And also, it. like you're not. Most people aren't top priority for new windows. Like a, no. there's prop. All the replacement windows are also shattered in that blast, yeah. so you got to bring them from somewhere else. Yeah, there's going to be a shortage of window laborers. There's going to be a shortage of windows themselves. It's probably going to be months. The wind, maybe you should buy weeks. window stock. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, there's up. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you just be fucked for a while. Mm-hmm. You just. Everybody's buying tarps. They probably run out of tarps as well. Mm-hmm. You'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. Yeah. It's, it's weird how easily you can completely destroy the infrastructure of a city. One explosion. I mean, it's, it's easier to break things than build them. Very much so. Yeah. We used to play this game when I was in like Taekwondo as a toddler mm-hmm. where one team, we had all these mats, and one team's job was to build like structures with the mats and the other team's job was to push the structures over. Okay. And like, it seemed really unfair cause it was so hard to build them up fast. And like by the end, the, the team who had like you, if you had more than five up, you won or something, mm-hmm. but it was just so like, if you were on the other team, it's so easy just to run, jump into it, roll, go to some other thing. Like you just jump in. There's no right. even thinking. What a weird game. It was fun. It was fun <laughs> if you were on the tear shit down tear side. Tear shit down side, yeah, because you're just putting all this effort into building it. and Yeah. Some kids just, it's like when you put effort into a puzzle. You just some throw kid it just on the smacks ground. it. Yeah. Or you're in the middle of an intense chess game and then a dog just. Oh, yeah, tail. A dog's tail. <laughs> so lame. God. Will this work? It's like, yeah. Buddhists, like, do you ever see that, uh, you ever watch House of Cards? No. There's this m- episode where a bunch of Buddhist monks come into the White House and they make this big thing out of sand and it's this beautiful like circular pattern and mm-hmm. they get a picture of it at the end but I don't know how long they keep it for it. Like they're there for it seems like weeks at the White House building this thing out of sand, this image on the ground and... Um, after that, they just wake it away, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Don't be attached to things. 
Let it all go. Attachment is pain. Yeah. Yeah. But and then uh yeah, they got a picture, but uh Kevin Spacey only got to see the picture because he was busy with work. He didn't he was like, Oh, he's like he came back to the White House one day and he's like, The monks are gone. He's like, Yeah, they're done. <laughs> they just came over for that sole purpose and they're like Yeah, they fun. yeah, I guess. They just, I don't know, I'd have to watch it again, but yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, it's a good show. So, John, mm-hmm. is there anything else you'd like to talk about with this Crombie? Um, we were talking about uh, how your buddy David wanted to have a party, not because not he really wants to have a party. Not a party, but a yeah, show. But a show, yeah. He's a he's a musical artist, and he was like, "I'll have a private show." Yeah. And uh, ultimately, we decided to cancel it because. Yeah. We were like, uh, cases are just rising here. And it's mostly just like people our age being shitty. Mm-hmm. We're like, we don't want to do this. Right, yeah. We don't want to be those people. You're going to have like a, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. But, yeah, he was like, I just want to I want to meet girls. You want to meet girls again, yeah. Which is, this is definitely one of the worst times, maybe the worst time in my adult life to be single. Almost undoubtedly. Yeah, I got a girlfriend at the exact right time (laughs) it couldn't have been without knowing what was going to happen in the next month it's uh i mean when things are going well yeah i'm not out here fucking slanging dick around right so if i didn't have a girlfriend now Mm -hmm. i would the amount of dick slanging would be in the negatives right yeah it's but it's still like it's like it goes from going out to the bar sometimes for the chance or wherever you go, even talking to strangers. Like we said, nobody mm-hmm. wants to be talked to anymore. Mm-hmm. Can't do and interact with people to zero chance because you're not allowed to leave your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what Tinder's like right now. I have no idea. I, I was actually thinking about that at the height of this. Yeah. I was like, it's probably just five really desperate guys <laughs> all swiping on nothing. Dude, there's girls too. Like, I, I would so. see girls, like, um, posting on their Instagram stories, being like, I am, like, this close to going for, like, to breaking the Rona rules for a dick appointment right now. <laughs> I am so desperate. <laughs> They're feeling it, too. God bless them. Yeah, like, the girls who don't have uh, boyfriends, but maybe just have, like, some guys on the go. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're not really seeing them that regularly. You don't know where they've been. Just you schedule your appointments yeah, ju- as necessary. <laughs> you just schedule your appointments, yeah. But it's a bit risky. You're risking the Rona rules. It's f- it's funny that people are more concerned about the the rumby mm-hmm. than an STD. I mean, I guess there's safe. Mar- I mean, you can wear a mask while you're banging. It's fine. What what is the mask while you're banging? You're literally inside this person. I mean, yeah, it's fine. What? You're wear you wear a, a penis mask as well. It's you're not going to gonna make out. You're just gonna. You can make out through the mask. You're gonna. Okay, so you're not. You're wearing. You're naked. You can wear a full body condom. No, 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 no. Sort of like a like a wetsuit. Yeah, you're either accepting this person doesn't. And okay, so this is another thing, where, say, I know, like, kind of what we we're talking about, how I'm like in my parents' house and they still won't hug me. Mm -hmm. If I'm sure you don't have corona and I don't have corona. We shouldn't act like each other might have corona. How can you be sure, though? 
Well, by letting you in my house, I'm accepting that. You're taking that risk. I'm taking that risk. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. You might as well fully take the risk. You fully take. Yeah. Like, don't treat me like a leper when I'm in your house. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Or I'm in. You've let me in. It's done. If yeah. You got it's it, already you got done. It it's done. I've used the bathroom. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Whatever it is, you're we're in the same space with each other. Stop. Like. Yeah. But that it's more. I guess it's more just the older people because they're. They are more at risk, but my parents were also just like going to stores like every other day mm-hmm. and shit. Like my dad cannot stop going to Canadian Tire if it's life dependent. Why? He just always needs something, and I'm like, you guys don't need anything. You're just bored. Big time. And they're like, yeah, I guess, but still, they can't stop. Huh? Yeah. I definitely think that's another like, what a great time for this to have happened. You know how much shit you can do in your own house? Unlimited. Oh, yeah. Like if you were... Boredom is n- boredom yeah. is an affliction of the past. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, an affliction kinda. of the past. Which is kind of scary, actually. It, it kind of... Like it's important to be bored sometimes, I think. Mm-hmm. And when you're not, you like... Like... the la- When's the last time I had to be bored if I wanted to? Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I think it was when I went camping. I finished my book. And then there was nothing left. And I just sat around for a while. And I was like, I am I am bored. Mm-hmm. And that's almost okay. It's almost interesting to be bored like this. Mm-hmm. I haven't done this in a while. I I don't find it interesting to be bored. When's the, last, when's the last time you were really bored? I'm bored all the time. Why? Like just... It's... There's no reason. There's no reason to be bored. You can constantly have an influx. I'm in a place. Like say... I don't know. I'm just somewhere. I don't know. It's hard to say, but I'm bored all the time. Or like maybe I, yeah, say I am in a car waiting for someone and my phone's dead. Okay. That would be, you could be bored for about 10 minutes. I'm stuck in traffic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's like you're a kid again. So much about being a kid is, desperately wanting some form of entertainment mm-hmm. and I've I haven't been bored like I was when I was a kid oh in a yeah. long time. No, like the freedom Very I bored. Yeah, that is it's like next level shit. It, and I guess parents have their own lives and I'm not a parent so I don't know how fucking hard it is cuz I'm sure you're just exhausted all the time and don't want to deal with this shit, but I think it's like dogs too. Dogs just want to be entertained all the time. They don't want to like chill and lay on the ground. Sometimes they're tired and they do, but Sometimes kids want to sleep. Mm-hmm. And if they're not sleeping, they want you to play with them. They don't want you to be watching TV. They want you to like play tug of war, throw the ball, take me for a walk. If we're not outside, I'm bored. And that's how you, that's probably, it's really easy to be a parent, but it's really hard to be a good parent because it's so easy to be like, here's a fucking iPad, figure it out yourself. Exactly. Can't do that with dogs. But you, yeah, you, you just sit your kids in front of a TV and then you do that too many times the kids don't want to play with you anymore. They're just upset if they can't have their iPad or mm-hmm. whatever. You like, kind of like outsource yeah. the entertainment. Like Grace's friends have a Tesla. You met them, like mm-hmm. that kid. And uh, they just, the Tesla's electric. They can just keep the Tesla running. And the Tesla has that big iPad screen. They just watch whatever they want on it. Mm. Yeah. 
so they can just drive somewhere and they just leave the kids in the car and they just watch movies while they like drink in a bar or something. How would you? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how would the you? The AC's on. Like it doesn't matter. It's electric. How would you deal with boredom when you were a small child? Um, like car trips, I'd imagine my fingers skateboarding or something, mm-hmm. or like I'd be like, I'm like picture like i'm just like imagining shit out the window like maybe like sonic the hedgehog like running next to my car Mm -hmm. or just like shit that's like moving with me uh or um if like anytime i went to like synagogue (sighs) i've been to synagogue a couple times it's fucking boring yeah you just oh it's church or whatever you just I don't care about so what's going boring. on. Yeah. It's, oh, my just God. just sitting there. It's you know what's hot. crazy, I'm in too? clothes I don't want to wear. What's crazy is people will be kids. They'll be like, fuck this shit. It's so boring. I cannot believe we have to deal with this yeah. every Sunday. One of our days off, we got to deal with this shit. Yeah. And, and then they grow up, and they're like, no, my kids are going to do that, too. Uh, <laughs> so lame. Well, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, there's so many cycles like that of, like, someone did this to me, and now I'm going to do it to you. Yeah. It's like bullying. Like, Grace said in her high school, like, all the younger kids would get bullied, like, grade 8, the grade 11s would bully the grade 8s, and then, like, as you go up to, like, grade 11, now grade 12, now you're b- getting to bully the younger kids, and that's fucking dumb. Yeah. That, like, yeah. What, just stop the cycle. Why are kids so mean to each other? It's not just kids. Like, my fucking adults, like, whenever I was bored in synagogue and, like, I would make a fuss, I'd just get scolded and, like, I'm like, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Do something. Yeah. It's it's weird, man. I don't know how anybody would go willingly to a church. It's Especially, I mean, at least to the churches I've been to. You believe they're in so, They're so lame. You believe the what they're saying. and You believe the importance of like doing this is going to put in, you're putting in the work so that when you die, you're going to have a better, uh, like they think your existence, it's like your existence is this long and it, it can't just be this long. Look at all, like when you're dead, it's forever. So it can't, this can't just be it. I can't believe that. It's got to be something else. Look at all this time. You're dead way longer than you've been alive. Your life is so short and you're dead for so long. It's got to be. You got to put in the work while you're alive so that you're treated well when you're dead. Mm. Okay. I just I just think there's probably a better way, a more streamlined way to do it. We don't need to listen to this old fart go on and on about the same thing. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, Can you not just you know make be, a sort of PowerPoint? Might be raping your kid, you know? Big time. Depends what. Know. Every couple months, I'll do a bit of a deep dive on what sort of kid rapes going on in in the, in the religious Church, yeah. in the religious institutions this this week. Yeah. And uh, there's always something, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a bit spooky. I so like Catholicism claims that it's just as bad in every other religion, so they don't know why they're being singled out. I don't know if that's true, but if it isn't true, why do Catholics? continue to be Catholic why not just switch to one of the other ones that are like so similar because it's what they believe I mean they don't believe the other stuff is real it's not just like it's so easy for them to switch like oh like I don't agree with this guy it's this guy lost his way I am following the path I want to follow and it's with these people I mean but it's not all it's maybe go to a different church that's what the problem is is it's not just the one church it's the entire religion that, like, fucking shuffles these guys around. Mm-hmm. 
and then they they like totally are complicit in child sex crimes, which is I don't know, it's probably the worst one it's up there. I, the worst stuff. I can't think of like. There's plenty of situations where I'd be like, yeah, I would murder that person, or yeah, that'd be fine to kill that person then. Yeah. I can't think of a single situation where I'm like, I guess you do have to sex crime that little four-year-old. <laughs> like you're justifying it? Yeah, no. Nah, I, I can't like you can justify it. murder. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sometimes. Big time. Like to save your own life. To save your own yeah, life. There's... If someone like looks at you weird. Yeah. Like if you just want to and you won't get caught. <laughs> All those are good reasons. Right. David Cho talks about that. Oh, yeah? Have you gotten to that part? No. Oh, man, where he's like, he's lost in the jungle, uh-huh. and he's walking through the jungle, and this guy is like with going through the jungle, but this guy is like a real prick and eating all the food and just being a dick to him all the time. And David, this guy's sleeping one night, and he's, he's like, I could kill him. We're in the middle of the jungle. We're lost. We've been lost no for a week. Would, no would one would ever know. know. Yeah, and he, he took a rock, and he was holding it right above his head, He's like, it would be so effortless. I would just drop it on it's this guy's It's easier head. to kill him now it's than to than not. Just not. Yeah, he's got, he's got Murder Dave. And when he talks about the story, he's like, Murder Dave, come to the front. Like, he's got all these personalities that he's like, he has this talk to. And then he speaks through it, and he ends up putting the rock down. Then the next day. So he didn't murder him. He didn't murder him, no. Okay. He didn't murder him. And then um, he, uh, they, get, they find a pygmy. The mm-hmm. next day, huh. and this pygmy leads them out of the jungle, and they were right there. It turns out, if you knew where to go, the civilization is super close. Oh, they, well, good thing. Yeah, That'd be so awkward. Oh man. Oh no, he got like, lost. Yeah, like um, maybe like not super close, like uh, as in like just like through this one bush, but like maybe like an hour or something. You know, <laughs> I'd have to listen to it again. But it was a crazy story. <laughs> Yeah. Have have you ever been close to murdering someone? No, I don't think so. No. What? No. No. Murdering someone. Murdering. Pretty tall order. Like car crash? Like an accident? No, no, no. Straight. Straight up. First I want to degree. Kill some, first or, degree. No, se- we'll go second. Second degree is like killed like a George Floyd. No. Like I almost choked someone out and didn't mean to kill him, didn't plan on killing him, but yeah. I did kill him. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I don't think so either. Oh, no, there was one time. My brother. You almost he, killed your brother? He uh, he threw a spider at me. <gasps> and at the time, I was How big? deathly... It was tiny. Oh, nice. I was, death, <laughs> I was deathly afraid of spiders. Yeah. And I, t- I told him, like, if you throw that at me, mm-hmm. I will beat you to death. Mm-hmm. I just told him. And he threw it at me. And, like, literally, they had my parents had to rip me off him because I was just wailing on him. Really? Yeah. I was, ter- I was, was he filled bleeding? with rage. He was not bleeding. Oh. I didn't get that far. Oh, so he's okay. He was fine. Yeah, so maybe it's not that close to murder. I mean, I think I'm, you know, a couple wrong punches. I'm, I might have just ended his life. I, I was seeing blood red. Whoa. There's like three times in my life where I've been in that type of rage. Really? Yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's not good to be that way. What's another time? <sighs> just one time. So my, uh, my dearest girlfriend in high school yeah. started dating one of my best friends like a couple weeks after we broke up. Mm. 
and like he didn't talk to me about this at all he just kind of blindsided me and i just felt very betrayed yeah i was like fuck this guy when things like that happen and it's the first time you've ever felt these emotions before it can be really shocking to the system big time yeah because like it's new i've never felt this way before yeah like if that were to happen again i would be like oh yeah this sucks but i also remember this you gotta realize this happens like all the time fucking people are yeah you just you need to accept people are gonna fuck who they want to fuck and you have no control over anybody totally yeah it's just what it is moving forward i know that yeah and i'm just gonna but i don't it's pretty tough to teach someone that lesson without them experiencing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well yeah i guess i'm glad i know that now i'm not really glad it still fucking sucks anyways i'm glad i know that he had a very specific car with a very I'll just fucking say what it is. He had a a minivan and on the back it said world's best soccer dad. Okay. And I it was annoying because and I knew the exact type of minivan it was, so anytime I saw that drive back, I would always check the back to see world's best soccer dad. Check, not world's best soccer dad. Check, not world world's best soccer dad. One day I'm driving down the street. I see the van. I look there's a bumper sticker in the exact same way, but I didn't have time to read it. I'm like, this fucking guy literally just you turn like, <laughs> and I did not catch him, but I don't know what I would have done if I did. You lost him. Yeah. You turned and followed this guy. Yeah. The best soccer dad. World's best soccer dad. Whoa. Yeah. I wasn't an immediate U-turn. I saw it and I was like, motherfucker. And then like, right when I had a chance, I turned around, but he I was see. gone by then. Oh, dang. But yeah, just like red, red hot rage. It's all not worth it. Like it's not worth it at all. Anytime like a girl makes me feel that way, or like anybody, a guy, whatever it is, that um, I'm always blown away that anyone could make me make my emotions get to such a heightened place in any direction. I'm like, someone is creating this feeling inside of me. Mm-hmm. How am I allowing this to happen? Well, that's that's <laughs> definitely a lesson I learned. It's like, I don't know if I'll ever let someone make me feel like that again. Oh, well, yeah, like to like, to, to like the anger extent. Anger is such a tricky thing. It's taken me a long time to understand what its use is. And I've kind of just realized it recently. What is the use of anger, John? Well, I've really just thought that, like, there's, like, what the fuck is the point of this thing? It just makes me feel bad. It's like this un, this feeling of, like, I I never like my behavior when I act on my anger emotions. Always always, regret. Always regret. Always embarrassed. I'm just like, why don't you just let that shit go? So the the way to use anger positively, in my mind, anger is like a fire inside you. And it's hard to put out, right? Because you have this feeling of like, I like, like say this, we could use the George Floyd thing as an example mm-hmm. of like, people are angry about this. There's like, they aren't going to let this go. So you use that anger as motivation and you're not going to stop until you get what you want. Yeah. And if you can f- use that fuel to motivate you to make change or do some positive in your life and not use it to hurt somebody that wronged you that could it's be, it's the use is that you will not quit it creates another layer of i will not quit mm-hmm. and i don't think you get that from just like i want this really bad I, I want this really bad or i'm like i 
am not stopping until this is accomplished. Yeah. Well, I that's, can't. That's a good way to look at it, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also find anger can be very funny. Like, sure, yeah. In like, hindsight, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, okay, I was driving. I was delivering s- groceries. Yeah. Um, and I just, it's a residential street. It's quiet, so I just stop in the middle of the street, put the blinkers on. The house is right there. I'll be in the middle of the street for like 24 seconds mm-hmm. max. I get out. I go to the side of my car, and there's like another different delivery driver right behind me who okay. I blocked, and I didn't realize. And I go, and he goes, you really had to park right in front of me? And I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Because, you know, I didn't, obviously. And so I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you. And he goes, yeah, right. And immediate rage. I was like, what the fuck do you mean, yeah, right? Do you think I'm really this guy that would just stop? Like, you think I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to think that you're not going to ask me to move? Like, what do you mean you're doubting that I didn't know you were there? This set you off? So ridiculous. Did you say this? No. You didn't say anything? No. Just in your mind? I'm not a crazy person. So right. Yeah. But so you did let it go? In the moment, I let it go. But okay. the second he left, I was like, this absolute prick. Okay. So. But. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, right. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, are you still going this way? Or like, and he's like, yeah, can you move? Again, immediately mad. I'm like, obviously, I'm going to move if I'm asking if you're coming this way. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to go? Oh, are you still coming this way? Yeah. All right. Well, you fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> it's it's just wild. Mm-hmm. It's wild behavior to treat a stranger this mm-hmm. way. Like, give me, cut me, give me the benefit of the doubt that I'm not mm-hmm. an asshole. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. So then I move. He goes on his way. Mm-hmm. Immediately pissed. Mm-hmm. But then I called David later, and I recanted this story, and I was like, "This is actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. How ridiculously mad I got." Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. I think it's emotions are fine. They should be validated, but you shouldn't act on them all the no. time. It's fine as long as you don't act on it. As long as you don't let your feelings affect your actions, then absolutely, like let that sit, like recognize and process them. What do you mean by don't let your feelings um affect your actions like if like that guy made you angry i'm gonna go knock him out and you literally go do that okay i think that you should let your feelings uh change the way you act just because like how else are you gonna act in a certain way like i do think there's like a line where it's you have to be a reasonable human being but if someone not does something to make you sad yeah i don't think the i think impulsivity is is strongly attached to an emotional response and if you can recognize that this you're having an emotional response to something someone else did you shouldn't act it's fine to maybe act later on when you're like this feeling gave me this uh this someone gave me this feeling and it's still sitting with me and you're still processing it and you still want to do something about it fine but not as like a knee-jerk reaction Mm. um I think knee jerk knee jerk reactions most of the time. You should think through any everything you do, right? Well, anything intellectually speaking. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's just so few things of that. Those are the things you regret. Big of time. like this is embarrassing because I just had a feeling and then I did it. Mm-hmm. 
not everything, but the things that you do regret usually it's because of this impulsive emotional pull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Should we talk more about this George Floyd debacle? Fuck, man. This is, it's a bad one. I mean, it's been a while now. Like, what, it's August, like, 18th or something at this point, and this mm-hmm. happened a couple months ago, but it's, it is, if it's, you've seen the tape. Here's the thing, is it's not anything that's, it's not anything different than what's been happening. It's <sighs> just so egregiously wrong. there's no like there was no other all these other not all these other but like tons of these other cases there's always as weak as it may be an argument for why the cop was right to do what he did yeah and like well he did that because of this or like you know they always give him the benefit of the doubt but there's just it was also like one positive it was nice to see pretty much at the at the beginning Mm -hmm. everybody was on the same side of like this is terrible yeah I cannot let this happen. I don't think anyone has ever, it's ever like taken the world, I mean, maybe not the world, but like a massive amount of people. It was was the world. Maybe the world. It was the world. It was the world because it affected so many, like then we got these protests in places other than America. Totally. Everyone agreed, this is brutal. This is bullshit. Police brutality is not okay in any capacity. It was also just like every piece of, so let's let's explain what happened for everyone if you knows have no what idea. happened. I know, but think this guy of kneeled like, on a man's neck for eight minutes and whatever seconds, almost nine minutes, and killed him. Even though he was clearly saying, "Did you?" There was some extra footage. Yeah, just you came saw out. you saw the I, extra footage. I watched the first three minutes and then I like it he said, "Looks so bad." Here's here's the thing: is he said um, in the extra footage, he goes like. Please don't shoot me. And, yeah. And the guy goes, I'm not going to shoot you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I know what happens next. So if you're in the future and you have no idea about this, basically this guy allegedly cashed a bad check or, like, gave someone some counterfeit money. They called the cops. Cops show up, immediately pull a gun on him, arrest him, and then put him on the ground and kneel on it. Like, he puts his knee on his neck. For eight minutes and 46 seconds, mm-hmm. the whole time he's screaming, I can't breathe. And then he starts, this is terrible. He starts calling for his mom, yeah. who's dead. Yeah. He's like, mom, help. Yeah. Which is so, ho- and every, there's like three people watching, like, dude, what are you doing? Get off his neck, he can't breathe. Mm-hmm. He passes out. They continue to be on his neck for like another three minutes or something. And then like an ambulance finally shows up, and that's when he gets off. And at that point, he's like, He's already dead. Yeah. And it's fucking suffocated him. Yeah. And so this video got posted and everybody, everybody was like, this cannot be real. Yeah. And then you're just, and then you continue to see all these well, that's instances the thing. of like police videos coming out of like, you can like spend, the guy who got shot in the Wendy's parking lot or something. You shit. can spend a 40 hour work week for the next three years and never watch the same video twice of all this shit. Police brutality shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there is some very deep rooted issues in the police force on multiple levels, but the solutions people are posing are maybe not a little bit rash. The, what do you mean by that? Okay. Well, okay. Well, they're, <laughs> they're talking about the whole defund the police thing. And I think the n- reasoning behind that is that because 
you're having people say that the police need more money for more training because they're not getting they're clearly not getting the training they need we need them to be better trained in order to do the job right and i think what pe people are saying by the whole defund the police thing is that police get a massive amount of money already mm -hmm. and they're not using it wisely because look at what the product of the training we they've been given or like this is the, they're, they're getting tons of money mm -hmm. they are getting tons of money and it's you're getting murderers out of this training Dude, murderers and complacent assholes who let their co-workers murder this is this is the thing as well is like I feel like there's a big communication breakdown that happens with the term defund the police because defund the police three words catchy you can put it on a poster but what what people on like the right are like pro police people here when they hear defund the police they think you're just like no more police we're yeah. getting rid of police they don't exist anymore yeah. and uh, we just live in a weird anarchist thing where everybody gets yeah. along yeah. which is I s I mean, maybe some people think that but that's just fucking just, stupid yeah it's not realistic I think it's just hard like it's hard to explain the whole concept of like they get too much money we need to reinvest right. some of that money into more specialized people to deal with these people non-violently yeah like because you, know. you post these these examples of like so who are you going to call when someone breaks into your house well that's you police. need someone right so you call the police, but then the police show up and shoot you instead of the burglar. Yeah. Like that that's another one. The like what? There was there was three What is the point? There's three big ones with the so just to be clear, George Floyd was a black dude and yeah. people are like, This is racially motivated. Right. There were three big ones mm -hmm. unlike this. This sucks. Is like it's always rounds. Every couple of years there'll yeah. be a round of like a couple guys where it's like, look at this ridiculous shit that happened to this guy. Mm -hmm. Look at this ridiculous shit that happened to this guy. This time it was George Floyd, Neil in the neck, Breonna Taylor, yeah. who didn't do anything. Yeah. She was um she was a paramedic. She was just at home. The police did a no knock raid on her apartment, which I I believe was the wrong house. Mm -hmm. They just like were like he. They were looking for like some drug dealers. Like they might be in here. Right. So they just broke down the door. Her boyfriend thought someone was breaking in, so he grabs no his shit. gun. Oh god! And fires at the cops because they don't. They don't announce to their cops. They're dressed in normal clothes. Well, that's not good. It's like, what do you Jesus fucking think's gonna Christ. happen? So he shoots, they shoot back like fucking 70 times or something ridiculous, and oh she's in God. bed, just gets riddled with bullets dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. Didn't do anything wrong. She's a fucking, she's a goddamn paramedic, for God's sakes. Yeah. Like, come on, she's sleeping. Ugh. And she's dead, and no one, to this day, no one's been held accountable. Ugh. They're like, whatever. Yeah, my, our bad is basically what it is. Our bad. And then the third one was... Makes you sick. It really, it's like... I don't know. It's like it It almost here's what where I think white people are just I don't know. I, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. It's very easy to doubt that these things are even possible because every interaction I have with the cops is non eventful. Like I walk by, they don't even look at me. I've had eventful things. Like what? Like the time, like I was handcuffed and put in the back of the car. When was this? When I was 16. Oh, what'd yeah. you do? Jesus. What'd you do? Um, I was smoking weed in the park. You fucking criminal, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, there's more of the story than that, but like basically, it's just for weed, and then they ended up letting me go. That's good. Yeah, they called my parents. Parents didn't pick up. They said, better tell your parents, because we're going to call them later. Never told my parents. They never called later. Never called. <laughs> Fucking jerks. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, though, like, you deal with the cops, and you're like, cops are fine, dude. And then there's know. just, like, this, this, like, phantom world where cops are just shitty to black people. I've had, I've had... I mean, some interactions cops. I've had with cops, sometimes they're very nice. Sometimes super nice. The last interaction I had with a police officer, very polite and actually helpful. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, I've had some instances where they're like really just trying to intimidate you and mm-hmm. like really like sh- make you sh- make sure you know they're the man and like take this very with strange. take this medicine with a smile i mean that's one of the biggest issues is like they're just people and some people are shitty yeah but i think it's just how uh, it's it's a hard job but i don't know if they're doing it well a lot of the time i mean some of them are but i mean there's some of them are some of them are sure some of them are but you gotta deal with there's definitely way too much complacency with dealing with the bad ones yeah. It's like a, it's like a weird club again. Yeah. He's like it's an us it's against a them. It's a it's a job that probably shouldn't have a union because they're too protected by the union when they fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it's a fuck up on like if it's an honest fuck up, I understand how you'd want to protect them. Mm-hmm. But if you're actively trying to harbor murderers, I there's an issue there. Yeah. Anyways, the third. Um, guy in this round of police brutalities mm-hmm. was this guy named Ahmad Arbery who um he was just jogging in his neighborhood mm-hmm. and there was like there had been a string of burglaries not even burglaries but just like trespassing on a construction site and uh then someone's like someone house someone's house was robbed mm-hmm. and he was jogging in the neighborhood at the time and then two random dudes see him jogging by and they're like that's the guy that probably stole all that shit oh the running guy mm-hmm. yeah uh, and then yeah. they just and pulled the, up these aren't the cops though these are no like these are citizens. two random guys oh yeah and they fucking cut him off yeah. they're like stop and they're pointing a gun at him and he's and like I'm not fucking stopping running. and then they and he tries to pull the gun away because he's shooting at him and they just fucking shotgun him in the chest and he dies yeah and then that one was weird because those two guys, there's video evidence of... There's video evidence of this. There's yeah. video evidence of these guys murdering him. Yeah. And or so it seems. And Those guys are in jail? Well, they weren't in jail for three months. This happened like back in February. Right. And nothing happened. And then this video now surfaced on the internet. And they're like, why are these guys still free? And now they're in jail. Right. Thankfully. It's just weird, man. It's just, you know what's scary is that if this shit isn't on video, yeah. this shit just goes I on. I know. Yeah. Like it's, nothing happened. Yeah. So there was something that was suggested on Joe Rogan uh, on one of his most recent episodes was that he thought body cam footage of the police should just be s- all streaming on YouTube at all times. Every body cam hmm. would just be flooded. And it sounds a little chaotic, but actually... Um, I think if you just if you just live upload it, as soon as your shift's over, because that might be like a safety concern for cops if you just know where they are all the time. And mm. 
Okay. I don't sure. know. You got some fine. bad blood out for them. Fine. You got to let. Fine. 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 Just fine. day after. Every every time you got to upload your body cam footage. I think that's a good rule. There's no reason not to. I don't think none that Why I can not? think of right now. Why not? Yeah. Like that's that's the job, man. Consider like you guys cannot be trusted. Clearly. Well, that's the thing. Is why like, don't we trust you? This is this is another weird thing. Is after George Floyd died, every city ever had a protest, and then a slew of videos of cops just beating the shit out of peaceful protesters. Mm-hmm. Came oh out. my god! Like how it was so egregious. Oh yeah, insanely egregious. <laughs> the way they were treating protesters of like. Cop cars just driving through mobs of people, just shooting people in the face with gas canisters, and then and also they none they none of them have badge numbers. All of them have face masks. You're yeah. completely anonymous. Yeah. Or what about that old man that just got pushed down? That and was, he was crazy. Bleeding through the ear. He's fucked. There's like <laughs> follow up stories on him. He's like paralyzed oh my for God. the rest of his life. Yeah. I don't. And then yeah, they like. I remember. Uh, with that, they push him down. He immediately starts bleeding out of his ears. Mm-hmm. And one cop, like, stops to be like, maybe we should help him up. And yeah, then another and then cop's like, like no. come and fucking come Yeah, on. and then we just all keep walking. Yeah. <sighs> I I just don't understand. There's And there, there's no real spin. Okay, but now looking at the other side of things, mm-hmm. um, you're hearing some Black Lives Matters uh, protesters saying the looting and stuff is their right and like these businesses all have insurance not true some businesses don't have insurance some businesses are getting looted or these that's, smaller businesses i mean that's like, fucking weird. we've had a lot of shit taken from us we deserve to be taking some of this stuff back i think here's what i think is i think some of the protesters are losing their way the majority of people are legit like we just want change yeah. we want we want things to be different and yeah. then like people just weaponize that large group like a very tiny minority or like we can use this chaos to just get shit for us like we don't care about this guy that died we don't care about black rights we literally just want a free tv yeah the looting isn't a good thing but the peaceful protests don't seem to do anything because they've been doing this for years so i can see why they're going to a greater length this time where it's getting a bit more aggravated because it seems like they're actually listening now. Well, that's the thing. I I went to one of the I went to a couple of the protests, and you're down there, and everybody's got the signs, and everybody's like rallying together. And I know that there's an argument against this, but it it really truly felt like everybody's in agreement. I don't think we're changing any minds here. Oh yeah. Like we're we all agree down here. Yeah. I feel like it. I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe it does change yeah, stuff. Like you were the protests you went to were all very peaceful. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, it was like nobody's really paying attention if it's too calm. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just good to like show, like a, a show of good faith of like we stand with you and whatever. But it's really easy to ignore a peaceful protest. You just fucking yeah. block off the street yeah. and then. You know, they'll this will be gone in two weeks, and we can just get back to business. Yeah. And I, I really don't know, like, what's the most effective way to actually enact change. I know, because I don't think violence is the answer either. But it's just, 
something more. Do you literally just have to go to like city council meetings and just pester them? I don't think so. They won't listen either. It's tough. Like nobody's like the when the other side is violent so quickly, and they don't get uh, repercussions or any accountability on their side. But when our side is or like the people's side is violent, we're so quick immediately. Every every book gets thrown at us. It's uh, it's very annoying. It's it's weird. Like America's whole thing is like land of the free, mm-hmm. but like every single story I hear about them, I'm like, this sounds like you're actively trying to be squashed. Mm-hmm. Like your free speech is being squashed. Your fucking right to vote is being squashed right now. Mm-hmm. So weird. Okay, now I gotta pee. Okay, can we take a break? We can take a break. Okay, give me one sec. Three, two. Got it? Going? Good, dude. And we're back. Hey there. So we're talking about racism in the metaphysical witchcraft communities. So, you know, that we're done with all that lighthearted George Floyd shit. We're getting into the real deal. Yeah, this is what we've been wanting to talk about this all is, along. I mean, you know, if you're if you burn sage and you have a fair complexion, you can get the fuck out of here right yeah, now. Yeah. So Jesus Christ, we're we're gonna need to have this woman on the pod. Okay, so I just showed Jonah something that my friend sent me, which is just this woman rambling on about um, how there's like uh, there's inherent. Let me just let can me I just, read it? Yeah, where's your? On, why don't you have your phone next to you? I don't want to be distracted. Well, I guess. Okay. You know, yeah. God bless it. There's, I mean, okay. no disrespect to this woman. It's just I kind of disagree with you know her yeah. stance on things. You know That's what? Fine. It, at first, at first, it sounds legitimate. I'm like, all right, let's see where this is going. So basically, it's just her face, but it's like the top of her face, nose, and eyes, and then there's just text. So she goes, "There's a massive difference between eclectic witchcraft and cultural appropriation, and being racist." Let's see where I this think, is going. I think I think cultural appropriation and being racist are like the same thought so like there's a difference between ands in between all of them so she's like there's a difference between eclectic witchcraft which i actually have no idea what that is me neither we could google that okay sure it's something to google eclectic witchcraft cultural appropriation and being racist three separate things i guess sure that makes sense okay okay i see the word tribe thrown around a lot lately by white spiritualists too you do not have a tribe you have a group of friends just as ignorant, racist, and dumb as you. Okay. Also possible, I guess. To I, a I do extent. have a slight issue with this. Okay. And it comes from. I don't understand why we've suddenly assumed that any time that someone references a different culture that's been demeaned in the past, that you immediately assume that you're trying to demean that culture now. Like if you use the word tribe. How do you? That's just a reference to something in native culture. I don't think that has anything to do with not like even a positive or a negative assumption about a tribe. Not even native culture. We d- Jews talk about their tribes as well. And tribe to me is like a word that it's like a group of people who all think the same way. We all have each other's backs, and we don't really step outside this thinking too often. I don't understand why it's wrong to use that word. It's not, but she says okay. So I guess okay, fine. So the. Okay, that part I don't agree with. So tribe is, I mean, 
it's unfair to say that everyone who is in a tribe is your group of friends is all ignorant and racist and dumb. Tribes can come in a variety of forms. I think she's a bit upset by the use of the word tribe so colloquially. Okay. Well, but it is, I do feel that tribes kind of have a, like maybe a closed sense of thinking. Not Mm -hmm. to say that they aren't, yeah, like their their thinking revolves around those who are already in the tribe and they wouldn't go outside of it to get new information, maybe. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Then she just says, rosemary, mint, eucalyptus, thyme, literally any other type of sage. Now, I'm not exactly sure what she means by that, but I... Yeah, that one confused me. Maybe she's saying, like, you can burn these types of sage, but don't burn... Sage, sage. Because we're getting... That confused me, but then she really gets into it. So she goes, if you are white, you have no cultural ties to the plant. There are literally hundreds of different herbs to use smoke cleanse. Do not call it smudging if you are not indigenous. It is not your culture, and you have no idea how to do it respectfully and in proper tradition. All right, so I got got another issue with this. Okay. Can you read me the first little bit again? If you are not white, you have no cultural ties to the plant. Okay, that part. I don't like this idea that culture is like this stagnant thing that's been locked no Mm. new culture is being created now Mm -hmm. culture is as it is and this is always how it'll be yeah so we can't uh experiment at all i think if you're a white person and you're trying to you know start your own new culture what's wrong i think you should be able to burn sage if you want to and what about blending cultures together? Like, Dude, that some of the most beautiful art in the world, some of the be- most beautiful cuisine in the world, some of the yeah. most beautiful anything in the world has come from cultures blending together. What if I'm like a Mexican chef? I like No, like say I'm me, but I love Mexican cuisine. I love everything about Mexico, and I want to just embrace Mexican cooking in my kitchen and just... I just love it so much, I just want to express myself in this way. Well, this is the Should age. I not be allowed to cook Mexican food because it's like... I have no ties to this. I've n- I'm not Mexican at all. Well, I would I would say you should be able to. But this is the age-old question of, like, what's the difference between cultural appropriation and appreciation? And I would argue the only difference is, like, your intent and your impact on the culture. Yeah, I'm not making fun of anything. No, you're just, you're. I would say you're, like, celebrating that culture. You love this stuff. You want to share it with the world. Yeah. And you're not... I don't know. Maybe there's an argument that you're you're competing with real Mexican people, but I mm-hmm. think that's fine. That's just the world we live in. Yeah. So we she she doesn't say I should call it smudging if I'm not indigenous. I don't know what smudging is, but smudging is just like so when I did I did this uh I you know, I'm volunteering at Parent Social Services mm-hmm. or a Social Circle or something like that. I don't even know what it's called. It's called PSS. <laughs> In BC. Um, but when I did the training, there was one of the instructors was native because mm-hmm. um, they get a lot of native people in these circles. And she wanted us to participate in smudges every meeting. Hmm. She had all the sage and gear necessary. And she 
they all wanted me to smudge with them and they tried to convince me uh, i told them i had never smudged before i didn't really know what it was about and they all kind of like gave me their pitch on why i should smudge and participate See, this in is practices thing. this is another thing this woman cannot speak for the entire native community this, this woman is white this woman is white she's not native either i i don't know maybe she's metis and she just looks white. I don't know. I mean, know. regardless, even if you are a native person, you can't tell every native person how to how to act, how to feel. Well, people an- are individuals. Yeah. Well, it's another thing, like where um, native people like to be called either I th- natives. Not I know native people who don't like to be called Native Americans. They like to be called First Nations. I know native people that still want to be called Indian. You know native people who want to be called Indians. Yes. All right. Uh, fair. Or they just don't sure, mind. Okay. That's or just they, how or it's if they been. just don't mind, if they're just like Indians, Native Americans, or First Nations. Well, I mean, all of just, these work, or I just think, natives. I think in people's quest to not discriminate, yeah, they like lump, they inadvertently lump groups together as a whole, like as a hive mind, and they're not a hive. Like people feel different ways, and that's yeah. what's cool is that we're not all just the same machine that thinks. Like I don't think like every other white dude. Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, you think like you're, yeah, I don't know. You're you're influenced by various things, like every anybody else. Exactly. But it's it is like you said a lot about intent, because you can say even though natives maybe like to be called natives or First Nation, you could say it in a way like some these f- these native guys like right. were fucking with me or whatever, like, and you're just trying to talk them down, even though the, you know it's the best word for that. What Jew? You can refer to someone. Oh yeah, he's a Jew. Yeah, or sure. it's like this Jew. Yeah, sure. And that's it's another so one. So much more vitriol. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the uh, yeah, that's another great example of like it's it's not that we don't want to be called Jews, but you can say it in uh, it's with the it's the intent behind your words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's all very strange. Anyways, um. So she doesn't want us to call it smudging if we're doing a smoke cleanse. And she wants us to use different herbs other than sage. And she says it's not our culture. We shouldn't do it respectfully. Or the, the one point she does have is like if you're if it's like there's no sage left for native people who actually want to do We're getting this. to that. Yeah, we're getting to that. So then she goes on to say, I am beyond sick of seeing white people using white sage to cleanse their spaces and energies. It is a sacred indigenous plant and is medicine in their culture. It's becoming endangered due to corporations stealing it from nature and not respecting native practices. And I feel like there's a point there. Sh- okay, so this is, are we overfishing our oceans? Are we overhunting things? We are consuming a lot of stuff. She's worried about sage. Some people are worried about cows. Whatever it is, we... This is supply and demand. More people, clearly, want to be using sage than just the native population, and thus, we are over-farming the sage. We need to find new methods to grow sage. I don't think sage is going to get extinct. It's a plant. Mm-hmm. But maybe we can't fill the supply. Are there plants? Probably, yeah. yeah definitely. I guess there would be. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I just, I think this woman is far too focused on what people do by themselves that does little or nothing to affect anybody else. Like if Let you want to burn sage, fucking go ahead. Whoever you are, yeah. I'd say. 
Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's worried about people burning sage in their homes. It's... When you think about the global issues of the world, it's, it's well, definitely... Yeah, it's, it's down there for sure. I agree. But, you know, everyone's got to fight their own fight. I mean... I can't really say shit because I don't do anything for anybody, but <laughs> it's just it's just funny to me that we can have like there's like people being killed in the street and there's a famine in mm-hmm. Yemen and totally. there's like there's an explosion in Lebanon. There's real problems that you can actively help with and you can actively make a difference in people's yeah. lives. And I'd argue you're much better spending your time working on that than you are Here's who are we to say? She's passionate about Sage. Let her be passionate about Sage. But I think it's just that she's trying to tell me what to do with my this is the, this money is the thing. Is that real change, like real actual, this is wrong and I want to change this, yeah. is really hard. Yeah. It's really hard to organize. There's organizations. There's boring fucking paperwork associated. Mm-hmm. Well, who am I going to call from? Uh, spam. Fuck, great. Turn, you got to turn your ringer off. We're Sorry, doing a pause. Suit. That's going on vibrate. Okay. All right. Any hoodles. Okay, what she finishes with, let me just say this okay, last okay. thing. So that's the last thing she posts is then, now that the conversation has been started, let's talk about racism in the metaphysical and witchcraft community. And that's it. So I would like to talk about racism in the metaphysical witchcraft community. I I think we need to have this woman on the pod to really ex- I would actually, break that down. No, I would us. actually love to talk to this yeah, woman. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm captivated by that. I want to know her side of the story. Maybe I don't know enough about the sage issues. I definitely don't. I definitely don't either. And she, yeah, I'd like to learn. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe it's we like, should change our mind. This mine. person, I very much doubt this person's just an insane person. I'm sure they have the reasons Who to knows? think Who knows? Let's not, like, dude, that's no way to get a guest calling her insane. <laughs> no, I don't think she's insane. <laughs> oh, you don't think that's she's insane? That's what I'm insane. saying. Okay, cool. <laughs> um... <laughs> This person's fucking insane. What was I? What was I saying before, though? Yeah, real change is hard. There's Mm -hmm. like paperwork involved. There's fucking showing up at whatever. Yeah, and it's very incremental and it's tough. But it's much easier to just latch on to something that no one even really knows is a problem. Yeah, and no one even thinks is a problem, and then go like, "This is wrong. Fuck these people." And Mm -hmm. those people are just like fucking 40 year old housewives so they're not going to come back at you with anything mm-hmm. and then you just get to feel good like haha i uh i called these people out that's the enough change for today don't actually have to well maybe you know. she's doing more maybe she's right I, in i don't know on the front lines yeah i don't know i'm just saying knows, this yeah. is something i've um witnessed in the past where people will people will uh i here's a perfect example this there was a during one of the protests, there was a woman at the beginning of a bridge by herself, and she had a sign that said, fuck racism. Okay. And I remember just thinking, like, lady, we all, no one doesn't, th- everyone thinks racism is bad. Any reasonable person thinks racism is right. bad. Like, I couldn't help but think, like, you really think you accomplished something here by saying fuck racism? Like, obviously. Mm-hmm. And now you get to just pat yourself on the back. I did a good deed. I can go back to. Well, she's out there protesting. I guess she's like she's a body in the mob. Yeah. Yeah. You need a bunch of bodies given their time, showing their support to create a mob. I guess it's just the term "fuck racism," so that, obvious to me. 
Right. You Freaking, want people to be more creative with their signs. I want people. I, I don't know what I want. It's got to be that's, catchy, that's, though. To like, be honest. defund the police, just like you said. It's got to be a catchy thing. Mm-hmm. Legalize it. Legalize. <laughs> it's got to be catchy, short to the point, but also like Sasha's sign. I don't even remember what it said. It was so. That was, was long. A, it was a quote of something. It was like a good quote. She was, was running out of sign. space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You gotta have a range of signs at these protests. I don't know. I just think. I think most of the time. Uh, it's not worth getting upset about things like racism in the metaphysical, unless there's rampant racism in the metaphysical witchcraft community. Maybe there is. I wasn't even aware of the metaphysical can you, witchcraft community. Can you Google yeah, can eclectic just, witchcraft, please? Yeah, sure. And just see also what I, we're missing. Something tells me that the eclectic witchcraft community is probably incredibly progressive. So if there is racism in it, I would hate for them to meet like a real racist. Right. Like a proper don't come home with that guy. Um, kind of racist. I'll never meet my grandkids with racist. I had a family member who her his daughter married a black dude and they had black kids and he didn't meet them for like 22 years. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's which, pretty extreme. Which makes me wonder what changed 22 years later where he was like, no, nah, I'll meet him now. Um. That's that's a story you're never gonna have the answer to. No. So the eclectic witchcraft community. Tell me, John. Uh, cultural appropriation. And contemporary neopagism in witchcraft. What are you talking Jesus, about? I don't fucking know. Well, there's an abstract. This thesis examines the discourse surrounding cultural appropriation and contemporary witchcraft and neopatchism, particularly online. The aim of this thesis is to look how cultural appropriation is the central topic which wicked. Jesus Christ. Um, John, just give it to me. Give me the, right. the short. Not the long and the short. Is there a... Just the short. The abstract isn't telling me enough. Someone re- literally wrote a thesis on this. We don't have time it's for the culture with related to Tumblr. Mm. Um, we're going too deep. We're going too deep. We, we need to pull out. Evolving eclectic witchcraft. The ebook. There's a magazine. Seventy-five witchcraft blogs. Why? I d- there's witchcraft blogs. Dude, witchcraft is hardcore. I think we're realizing we got to get a witch so on here. Out of the dude, this woman sounds like a witch. <laughs> I don't. Does met- Alec know this girl? He does. Can she connect you? Probably. Like, let's get her on this week. That'd be cool. Like, how soon can oh, we shoot? How do we test her for Rona? We don't. We can't. How do we know if she has Rona or not? I'm letting her into my home. Do you think witches are, like, highly... Are they a very aloof community? I always picture witches just, like, in a basement cooking up potions. <laughs> Yeah. Probably a pretty low risk group. I would hope. How do you Okay, like there's this woman blogging. She's like, Hi, I'm Lucia. I'm a witch. I blog about paganism, witchcraft and day to day experience it's, of a witch right, hold living on, in the hold UK. On, it's paganism. Sorry, paganism. I apologize. I can't believe you. Paganism. Um what classifies a woman as like all of a sudden she's a witch? Did she go to Hogwarts? I don't know. Can we be witches? 
Maybe we'd be wizards. Uh, I'd rather be a witch, to be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the internet. How do you become a witch? Did you know that I'm a? I recently became a um. An ordained minister. Uh, no. What does that mean? It means I can legally marry people now. Okay. So uh, you can le you can marry. I can legally. How did you? You did. Yeah. What do you, what does the uh, qualifications entail? It's very easy. There's a website you go to, and you literally just sign up, and then they send you the certificate. So you just sign a certificate. Yeah. That's it. But it's legal. <laughs> you gotta before if you want to become a witch, you gotta know the risks first. <laughs> Witchcraft isn't just fun and games. No? Perks like hexes and love spells can come with a price. Oh, my God. The infamous... Wait, wh what's your... What's the source here? Um, What is this website called? Uh, Wmagazine.com. Which magazine? W. That's which? what it is. It's W. Yeah. The letter W. W for which? W for which. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um... The infamous Salem witch trials may seem fair in the past, but the persecution of witches or those suspected of witchcraft continues today. People are burnt. Can you imagine we, we invite this witch onto the podcast and, and then we just fucking burn her at the stake? We're not the, the violent type. Despite the mainstream's growing fascination, the past few years have also seen, for an example, a whopping 900% rise in, at times, lethal child abuse cases linked to suspicion of witchcraft and demonic possession in the UK. What? There are, of course, methods of protection like carrying an evil eye. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. Hold okay. on. Okay. Are they claiming that people get possessed by demons and then abuse their kids? Because um, I don't know. And a whopping 900% rise in child abuse. And sometimes killing their kids. This um, is a very, very weak. Yeah. Uh, witchcraft argument. and demonic possession. I don't, yeah, I don't know. So, But if you carry on an evil eye, it's fine. That doesn't happen. I guess an evil then eye. Then you just kill your kid and it's your fault. If you're carrying around an evil eye, you're less likely to be possessed and hurt your kids. Okay. Um, I don't know what an evil eye is. That's I'll Google that. Hold on. Just <laughs> fill the dead air. Okay. And there's a picture of Sabrina on this page. I don't. Okay. This all just sounds like fucking garbage. What? You don't think that witchcraft is real? No. What? <laughs> Like, is this, like, the kind of thing where, like, people are, like, super into... The evil eye is a like, curse or legend believed to be cast by a malevolent glare, usually given to a person when one is unaware. Okay. Okay. Sorry, is it just uh, kind of what? Like, people are very into, like, Dungeons and Dragons and... I think, like, like, I uh, think this is different. Like, or what about, um, like, Lord of the Rings and shit, and you think you're an elf. Oh. This is probably on the same level as that. The same level as that, yeah. 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 Or like being a furry. Or being like a Jedi. You really think you're a Jedi? Sure. Hmm. How to become a witch through birth or intense hard work. Oh, there's a YouTube <laughs> video. How to become a witch. Well, we'll have to watch that later. How to become a witch. Ten tips for newbies. I should look. Can males I've, be I, witches? Maybe I'm being ignorant, but I feel like in order to become a witch, you literally just 
say you're a witch now. Dude, should I let this girl know there's sage in my house if we have her on the podcast? You have to hide that. I just won't let her use that bathroom. You have to hide that or claim that you're native. Or at least identify as native. Identify. There you go. Mm. If I identify as a different race. Are you allowed to? It's weird. You're allowed to identify as a different gender, but kind of everybody agrees you're not allowed to identify as a different race. I don't know if everybody agrees on that. I can identify I just think as cultu- Asian. I just think culturally we do. Like if you if you uh, apply for a job, I thought culturally we agreed that like your gender is like assigned at birth at this for like a long time and for a long time, but not for anymore. A long time, not anymore. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is, if you apply to a job and you're like, I'm a girl and I will be spoken to as a girl, and you're um, like a guy at birth, they're like, okay, we just have to deal with that. But then if you're like. I am black, and you're you. Me, yeah. Uh, they can be like, you're being weird, leave. Like, maybe they... Does it go the other way, though? Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to be like, I'm a white guy? I don't know. People are going to judge you for your physical characteristics, and I think that's why. Like, if they... What is the point of wanting to be a different race? I don't know, you just... You have it's almost racist where you have like certain um, assumptions about that race, and you just feel more like you are that. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe I'm a different race. What do you think? Nope. You're I white. I think I'm Turkish. That I just decided right now. Okay. What do you think? Um, I did have like ideas of I wanted to like change my name as a kid. To what? Um, I don't know, fucking like Nighthawk or something <laughs> dumb like that. Dude, sick. Yeah, I used to make substitute teachers call me Batman. You did? Yeah. That's a cool alias. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Never worked. They would never t- call me it though. No, we did do that once where um, uh, we had a substitute teacher and every kid changed their name. <laughs> that was Scott. Dope. You were Scott. Yes. Was there another Scott in the room? I kept, no. I kept saying, I'm Scott, and I'm Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And she didn't figure it out forever, and then everyone got detention. Oh. Yeah. If the whole class gets detention, though, it's not actually that big of a deal, because you're all just chilling. You're all just chilling in a room for 15 minutes, but it feels like a lot longer when you're a kid. Yeah, can you imagine getting a detention as an adult? Fifteen like minutes. How long? Fifteen minutes. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me sit here for fifteen. Imagine minutes. having a fifteen-minute prison sentence. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's a real. <laughs> Some people get that. Some people are like, they show up at the place and then they're like, it's a bit crowded in here, and they leave. What? It's do a you, bit crowded in here. I mean, that happens all the time with like famous people. Well, they they'll do like some sort of like protest, like Stevo. Stevo climbed. Um, some scaffolding with like a blow up orca mm-hmm. to like protest how orcas are being treated in mm-hmm. zoos and uh, got arrested, got charged with like criminal mischief or whatever. Right. Sentenced to 30 days in prison, got in literally 20 minutes later, got out because they're like, it's too crowded in here. You can go. So the police said he could get out because it was too crowded. I mean the prison system. I've never heard of that, but all right. They do it all the time. I mean, okay. police, like, prison overcrowding is 
a serious problem but in just America. just like let criminals go, they don't send you somewhere else. I mean, if it's like if it's a non-violent crime right. and you're not like you don't pose Maybe a risk. Steve, oh, he's got the fame card. Exactly. It's like yeah. whatever. We know why you're in here. That's nice. You fucking. He's just trying to save whales. They're letting tons of people out because of the Corumbi. They're just like, it, we can't have you in here because you're just going to yeah another I, body to be infected. I just watched that Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? I remember this several years ago. Okay, so the guy is, Billy is trying to say he's immunocompromised and trying to Everybody's get out Everybody's trying early. to say that. Yeah. My, my favorite thing is um, like rappers who are in jail for like attempted murder mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, I'm immunocompromised. Please let me out. It's like, <laughs> dude. What happened to being hard as hell? <laughs> you have diabetes now? Yeah, I've got asthma. Anywho else? Yeah. I think uh, one more on the list, and then that'll be Cool, we're going to wrap it. it up soon? Sure. What do you want to talk about? Um, what are your feelings on arranged marriages, Jonah? Not for it. You don't like it? Not for it, no. Why not? You get, sh- get to choose who you fuck. You're being totally bigoted right now. life with. A lot of people get arranged marriages. And yeah, the fact you, that you don't like that is really shitty, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I mean, do you, do you have an argument as a devil's advocate for it? Hmm. What's um, the argument for arranged marriage? The argument makes your for ha- parents happy. It makes your parents happy. Right. Um. You also don't have to think about that. Oh, it's, it's one less thing to think about. You're right. Yeah, it's a big issue in a lot of people's minds. It also just teaches you to okay. cope. Like if you uh, get married off to some weird, gross dude, um, that's just your husband, and you make it work. Right. So. Yeah. Because you know just people person. are people are getting divorced hither and thither. Right. I you know divorce what I don't understand. Down. You know what I don't understand is mm-hmm. people like the divorce rate is going up. And people view that as a bad thing. And I don't view that as a bad thing at all. Hmm. That just means that more people who are unhappy in divorce Mm -hmm. or in marriage are comfortable enough being like, this didn't work. I'll see you later. What if you're trying to get arranged marriage and you're in love with someone else? That would be tough. But that comes into the whole making it work thing. Making it worth the guy you're getting arranged with. I mean... John, I'm doing a bit. Arranged marriage is the fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. It is it's ridiculous, and the people that, the fact that people defend it, yeah, just speaks to Taking something that I like don't understand. Yeah. No, I don't like. Especially something as important as your life partner. Yeah, should be decided by you. Oh my god, your life partner. Like, I mean, just picking your friends. Can like, you imagine arranged friendships? Ugh. You gotta hang out with this guy. He just he's got irritable bowel syndrome and he can't stop shitting himself. Not to shit on anyone who has irritable bowel syndrome. No, fuck everyone people. that has irritable bowel syndrome. No, if cool. you have irritable bowel syndrome, turn this off right now. You're not welcome here. Alright, let's be kind. Oh. My bad. It's IBS is a real issue and it's not talked about enough. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a silent I wonder killer. what the Silent. I don't think it's very silent. No. <laughs> I uh, I wonder what the rates are for IBS. Okay. What if? Th- okay. A better example would be like this guy has schizophrenia. And now you got to be friends with him. He's like violent and shit. Mm. He's unpredictable. I don't want that. I don't know why I said IBS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I. It's. You know. What's weird to me is there's like there's 
absolutely there's pockets of our society like you think of arranged marriage as like this thing that happens like the middle of fucking Kazakhstan and no one you know would ever do that but there's people I went to high school with very possible arranged marriage it's totally that's like the what's assumed to happen mm-hmm. love marriages don't be childish the fact that they have like a separate term for it is funny too a love marriage ugh don't be ridiculous it's tricky people should be able to make their own choices I think it just when you try to control people they just find ways to rebel and lie well yeah they don't feel comfortable being themselves I mean tons of people with like hyper religious parents or just like super conservative parents whatever it is you just you don't teach people how to behave properly you just teach them how to lie totally yeah and even as an adult I'm trying to tell my parents I want to be more honest with them and tell them more about myself Mm -hmm. because I and they they prefer to be in the dark wow yeah they're like just don't talk don't they like what don't sort of stuff well do you have any examples judge well just like I mean for one they definitely don't want to know about my tattoos they don't want to know about my relationships hmm um they don't really want to know what's going on beyond like what I'm they want to know if I'm happy kind of what I'm doing with my day what's going on am very I very surface level stuff yeah like I'm like is work okay but not like, like I feel like we talk about more things about myself than I do with either of my parents. Hmm. My mom's definitely better than my dad. Yeah. She's more accepting, but still, she tries. I try to push it a little bit with her, and she like is willing to take on more information, but that's just because she doesn't respond in like an angry way to the same degree my dad does Mm. yeah well okay yeah well but yeah well I think this has been a good pod on the way back this is our first videotaped one yeah yeah hopefully this cuts together nicely and by cuts together I mean the fucking probably one camera angle we're gonna use yeah well we'll see it's the same angle it's just shittier yeah, same angle but shittier. Anyways, guys. It's been real. Thanks um, for making it to the end. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we're happy to be back. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can do this on a bit more of a set schedule now yeah, that we're gonna be Jonah, you're back in the I'm world. Back in town and Kate the world's kind of opening up do- a bit more. Yeah, we're going to be doing this on the regs. Cool. We're back at it. All right, well. Thanks. Smelly folks later. Thanks for the ride.